Alright, welcome back to another episode of Fast Break Lip NBA Podcast. It's your boy Samuel here. I got with me a guest with me here today. My boy Keese, a- aka Swavy Keese on um, Twitter. Keese, let the people know where they could find you. Say what's up to the people. What's up, y'all? Find me on Twitter, man, Swavy Keese, S-W-A-V-E-Y, no Q-U-I-S. And my Instagram is the same thing, but it's an extra S on the on the back, so... Uh, and my boy Keith is one of the probably staple members of Suns Twitter, I would say. Always yeah, tweeting about, sure. always live tweeting about the Suns, always tweeting about the Suns just in general. So mm-hmm. um, before we get into your Suns, I do want to um, talk about this NBA season so far and, you know, all the twists and turns it's been going through lately. Um, as of today, LeBron is out indefinitely, of course, after... Um, he sustained a high ankle sprain against the um, against the Hawks earlier today, and ever since that injury happened, I've seen I've been seeing a lot of people tweeting like this is the worst season ever, and like yeah. this is one of the worst seasons. Like no one's really invested, which I I somewhat agree with. Like I haven't been able to bit. really, yeah, I haven't yeah. been really be able to enjoy most of the games this year, mm-hmm. except for like my Knicks games and like a couple of prime times games, but like. How have you been feeling about the NBA season so far? Um, I kind of, I, I a little bit agree because before the season even started, I kind of felt like maybe they shouldn't be playing basketball at all. But now that they're doing the vaccines and all that, I feel like it'll be a little better. I agree with you too, though. Like, I haven't watched as like as past years as much as I have. Like, besides the Suns, I'm always gonna watch the Suns. Like you said, you watch your Knicks. So I'm going to watch the Suns games regardless. But the other games, you know, it's kind of without fans. It feels a little weird to watch them. So I've watched a lot less games than I have in the past. But I've been watching a lot more recently because I feel like, you know, with the vaccine, they'll start letting a lot of more fans in. Yeah, definitely. Without the fans, it's it's been a lot of energy lacking in the in the stadiums. Of course, um, um, they've been letting in fans. I think more than half the teams have fans in the arenas now, and they've, like, mm-hmm. been gradually increasing. So there's – um, there's signs that there's going to be a, at least a lot more during playoffs, which should increase the competitiveness and energy as well. But like what I was thinking about earlier when I saw a lot of those tweets earlier was I was thinking about the 99 NBA season back when it was like a lockout season. They yeah. had like 50 games and like play people were playing on back to back to back nights, mad injuries. And then you had the eight seed Knicks end up making the finals. Like I feel yeah. like this year is like very similar to that. And I feel like a lot of people just weren't around or, like, I guess there wasn't Twitter around. Yeah, no so fans, like, yeah. So, like, no one really like remembers that. it. So, like, yeah. people people, people saying this is the worst season. They should take a look back at that year. <laughs> no, that season was awful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you had, the, you had the, the, the you had an eight seed making the finals. I mean, that hasn't happened that ever since happen. then. So, yeah, like, it literally doesn't happen. So, like, when people are – I feel like it's an exaggeration, but also, like, mm-hmm. it's somewhat justified because the season hasn't been as exciting as previous seasons. But I, st- I still feel like there's still hope for the season to end off on a strong point. Um, Going back to the Lakers, of course, with LeBron being hurt, he's out indefinitely. They've already been missing Anthony Davis, and they are going to be struggling for a bit. Um, I assume that Dennis Schroeder and Montrezl Harrell and – Kyle Kuzma are going to become the main options now featured on the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I also assume they'll probably make some moves for maybe, probably some people off the buyout market, maybe a LaMarcus Aldridge or Andre Drummond. 
Yeah. But like um, how, how do you feel about the the Lakers so far with these new injuries and how they how they'll be going forward? Yeah, it's kind of crazy because I feel like they were doing a you know a good job where you know they are one of the teams that had the shortest you know off season all that them in the Heat, and then they have missed AD a lot of the game and they're still like in the top two top three up there with uh the Suns in Utah. And I feel like now it might be a little. I think they can get by most teams with their defense, and I think guys like Schroeder and them. But I feel like some of those top teams, you know, they'll they'll definitely lose to because they ended up losing to the Hawks today without LeBron. So it's gonna be tough. We we got to see how long LeBron actually gonna be out. We never know how long he's because you know he's not he's not a regular human being. <laughs> Facts. But like, he's not regular, so he might it might he might not be out long as as we think, but. If he's out a long time, you know, I, I do do think they'll slip a little bit. Not far. I don't think they'll get. I don't think they'll slip to where they'll get past like three. But I think, I think that gives us and like Utah a little t- chance to get some like separation if we stay healthy. Yeah, I I could definitely see that. And of course, the word indefinitely when 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 Woj and Shams tweeted out he's going to be out indefinitely. That scared a lot of people because usually when you have it indefinitely, that's like yeah, it's at minute. least a month or so. Yeah. And you know them high ankle sprains is something serious, cause but yeah, of course LeBron isn't yeah, the average <laughs> NBA player too. So, um, so um, yeah, I definitely think that they can stay somewhat afloat with their defense because as you've seen with teams like the Knicks in Utah, like yeah. those top those top defensive teams, and even with Philly too, if you're missing some of your guys, your defense will still get you by a lot of teams. Especially yeah, in this year, close. Yeah, this year, yeah. a lot of teams don't play defense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so give you an advantage. Yeah, and uh, and going to your sons, your sons are one of the top defensive teams as well in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think it's somewhat surprised a lot of people that you guys are this good on both ends. Mm-hmm. I I'm not. I for one am not that surprised that you guys would be this good because I saw what Chris Paul took with OKC to the playoffs last year. And I was like, the Suns have a way better roster constructed around him and D book that I think they'll be like a top three or four Mm -hmm. seed in the West. Mm -hmm. So when you guys came out to the start, it wasn't really that surprising, but it was like, it was, it it was fun to see a team like Phoenix back being one of the top teams in the league because, you know, back in the early two thousands, that's where, good days. That's where we stayed. Those are the good old days. Yeah. (laughs) That's where we always were. Then, you know, just the last ten years, it's literally been the opposite. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I know you. I know you feel as like a Knicks fan when we had like Melo in them. That was our. Mm-hmm. That was like our somewhat glory days for recent Knicks fans. Yeah, and now we're finally getting back to like yeah, competing. Back. So I know how that feels for sure. But, but I've noticed that there's there's something that bothers you about the Suns this year. That why you don't feel they'll go so far. So I don't know if you want to explain to anyone who yeah. doesn't follow you what's mm-hmm. been bothering you and why okay so i i I thought this came in coming in about our number one pick obviously deandre Ayton. Mm-hmm. obviously if anybody that follows me or anybody that sees sun's twitter he's easily the most top talked about topic on sun's twitter like it's not even close outside of book of course but everybody knows what everybody knows what booker is already and then the whole thing with him you know being taken before luca we even had fans in our fan base, you know, fighting over that because they were Luca fans. Oh, so wow. it got to it. To me, it's like to a point now. I'm gonna say this first because before I say this about him, I want this to, be, <laughs> I want this to be known. I have never been an Aiden hater. <laughs> when we when it came out that we were getting the number one pick, 
I knew it was going to be between him and Luca. But I knew, like, him going to high school and playing high school in Arizona, him going to then end up going to U of A. Like, he was like that Arizona kid. Our owner is about money and, like, narratives. He was always going to go get Aiden because of that right there. Mm-hmm. Like, he was that, that's what I always felt. I thought we should have took Luca because I have a rule where I feel like you should take the perimeter player over the big always. Yeah. I always feel like you should take the perimeter player. So then, even then, I was like, I would take Luca. But me, my thought process at that point was like, we're going to take Aiden. So before we even took Aiden, I just started supporting him. I was like, we're going to take Aiden. Like, it's, it's so obvious we're taking him. Like, and that was the most obvious thing in the world. Like, a lot of people thought, like, it was going to be like, we was going to take Luca. I knew for a fact we weren't taking Luca. As crazy as that sounds, I do for a fact we wasn't taking him. But <laughs> our family you know is like, our, yeah. And you know what's funny before before you continue? It's funny because like you guys passed on Luca, but like it's always made a joke of the Kings passing on him because I guess of how bad Marvin Bagley has turned out for them. Yeah. That's why people bring up the Kings more. But it's funny how no one brings up the Suns, how yeah. they passed on him. But everyone talks about the Kings. But go ahead, continue. Yeah, it, it is funny because I always – I low-key be forgetting because I be so focused on the fact that we pass on them. I be forgetting that the Kings, like, they pass on them too, which is insane to me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but shout-out Bagley too because both of them – they both was playing high school basketball in Arizona. They was on the same team at one point. Like, oh, shout yeah, out I remember that. Yeah, shout-out to that guy, man. I, I really hope he stays healthy too, by the way, because he, he can't catch a break. It sucks. At all. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so before I say this, my problem is I don't think – I think us getting CP3 like accelerated everything for us. Like I didn't think we we're gonna jump from not a playoff team to being like a top team in the West. I didn't think it was gonna happen that fast. I knew it would be better. What I thought we were gonna be was like a top four or five seed, which probably it, that might be where we end up. I don't. I think we'll still end up like top three. I don't think we drop below four, but we got some like separation for a lot of teams. So I think we're in the top three regardless. If anybody I think like ends up over us, it'll probably be. Like Utah, or, well, the Clippers could too. So we'll see. But I didn't. I think it accelerated it to where now. I don't know if we can wait as long as we could have for Aiden to develop. Because I think our window is going to be like with the Chris Paul and Book together, and we know Chris Paul is what thirty five. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like your window shrinks. Excited. Yeah, and everybody, and then it, and it doesn't help him that Mikael has like freaking. He has took his leap to where he's freaking, he's ready to compete now too. Yeah, like he's in the playoffs. Like he's yeah, he, like he's ready. Complimentary role, please. Yeah, like he's already ready. I was just looking at the. T- I just retweeted it when he, uh, Damian Lillard, saying like it's a real fact because somebody had tweeted, you know, Mikael's a championship level role guy, and he said you don't have to run any plays for him. He's gonna make real impact every night, and we yep, see that true. every night. Yeah, and then Damian Lillard like quoted that and said, "This is a real fact." Like that's like that's a star saying that. Like Mikael's already ready. Aiden is like. I don't want to call him the problem. He it's just <laughs> he's not ready yet. Like he's he's not consistent enough. We he's not like a guy where you know you can get a ball to Jokic or one of them or Embiid and they'll like go get you a bucket. We can't consistently ask Aiden to do that because he just he he's not there yet. And we don't have that third guy to me to where we can actually. I won't throw our names in the contender thing. I know a lot of people have Kendrick Perkins said it to where he thinks we're a Finals contender, and I would agree. It just sounds like me being negative about my team. I'll just be real <laughs> on what I see. <laughs> I feel like we needed that that third guy in the presence. We already got like a lot of jump shooting teams, um, and we're like a kind of like a jump shooting team to me. So we need like that inside person presence consistently to me. 
and I don't think he's that yet. So that's what bothers me right now. But I don't want people to think that's me being negative. That's just what I see right now. Now nah, it's facts because I t- I tune into a lot of Suns games because they're like a really entertaining team, mm-hmm. especially with um the addition of Chris Paul. But like I saw like last night he was in like he was like he was in foul trouble once again, and I was just like, yeah, like you just got to stay on the court, especially against Cat. Like I saw yes. like one play that you pointed out specifically in a tweet where he like kind of was like guarding him, but then he poked him in the in the face, and then they called yes. a foul, and he had to sit. And it's just like you can't be allowing yourself to get like fouls like that, and then take yourself out of games because what you're gonna do during playoff time when they call the games even tighter, like yeah, and that's that's my main issue. That's another issue I have. Like he. I will say this because you see, I know you see our fan base. We come freaking, we complain a lot about refereeing, and it's yeah. fair because we, I do feel like, because I feel like Book gets killed when he goes to the rim, and that's why he be so frustrated. I feel the, the same way about RJ. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He gets murdered when he goes to the rim, bro. Nothing, and I'm like, bro, he's like a two-time All Star now. Can he like start getting his calls like sometime soon, please? Like he yeah, dies the disrespect when he goes to is the crazy. He's the freaking like one of the best players in the league. He still doesn't get calls to me, which is insane. And I think that's part of the reason. And I know it's not just us that see it because that's why Monty Williams. Monty Williams, I don't know if you've seen it. Monty Williams got ejected yesterday. Oh, wow. I didn't even he notice got, that. Yeah, he got ejected before, what was it, the second quarter? It was one of those. He got ejected because first book had drove a little earlier and got fouled and there was no call. And then Mikel drove again and got hit in his face. And then at that point, Monty like, had enough because it happens to us all the time. Monty had enough and got attacked. And after he got that first take, he went right back at the ref. Like he, he was, he went right back at him. He got his second take and got tossed. So I know it's not just us that feel that way. If the coach feels that way, like he sees what we see. But a and I think a lot of the, I think a lot of our fans kind of baby him a little too much for me. Like it's time for him to, you know, it's time for him to not, you know, grow up on the court and got be, he just got to be smarter. And this is why, like, a lot of our games, Dario is closing. Because he just he just he just flat out smarter than Aiden right now, and like more mature and knows where to be. And Aiden like uses his hands too much. That's why he gets fouls. Some of them are ticky tack. I will give our fans that. But he got to learn how to put it. Like there was three of them where he would just like keep your hands to yourself. And Cat was baiting him, and he was still putting his hand in there. Yeah, that's what worries me because the 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 West is filled with um these like dominant bigs, and like mm-hmm. even if you get out of the West and you face a team like a Philly who has. Uh, a Joel Embiid or you play some Milwaukee in the finals who has like a Giannis like what are you gonna do with Aiden mm-hmm. at that point so like and there's a problem with the roster too because if he's out there's not another athletic big on our team our bigs we have Jalen Smith the rookie but he doesn't play he's not ready he's he's too small and then our next two bigs are Dario and Frank what are they supposed to do with any type of athletic skill big they're gonna yeah. get cooked and we're gonna be in tr- that's why I've been tweeting like bro <laughs> if you know, I, I said go get another big body because if Aiden gets in foul trouble, dude, we're 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 going to be asking Dario and Frank to handle. Let's say we got to play the Lakers, we're gonna have to ask them to try to handle AD, or we got to see the Jazz. We got to ask him to keep go bear off the glass. We got to yeah. ask him to try to battle with Jokic, but that's too much. I'll feel I'll feel so bad for Dario and Frank. That's too much asking them to try to stop those dudes. It is, and like, how would you feel about a Drummond type? I've seen people like talking about that, and my fan, my fan base doesn't like it. But I'm at the point where I'm, I'll probably do anything. Yeah, that's for it at yeah, that point because I personally don't believe if Aiton can't stay in the games now, I don't think I don't know what's gonna change the playoffs. Like, is he? Maybe he'll get you know his, he'll learn you know his IQ get a little better. He'll keep his hands to himself. But I, 
I think it's going to take him some time for him to stop doing that. And he, we, we got to get, if we're, if, if we're going to actually do something, actually scare somebody, I feel like we have to go get another big body because and if I feel he comes like, out, yeah, we have no rim protection. And I feel like this is like the perfect year to do it because like everything is like up in the air right now yeah, with like yeah, this is the, every yeah, other contender. Sure. Like mm-hmm. Clippers, they're missing like a point guard, like someone that could set up Kawhi and PG and like settle mm-hmm. things down in crunch time. You got the Jazz who are like, you don't know who's going to be reliable after Donovan Mitchell, if he's going to be reliable in the playoffs. Right. <laughs> and then you got like with the Lakers, you have all these injury concerns. So it's like really wide open. And it's like Phoenix, if they just fix that one issue that seems to be the one glaring one, they can they can really make the finals if if they if they really put everything together. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and I will say this, like, because we've been, our fan base also has been doing the thing. Like, oh, would you guys trade DA for Cat? I said no at first. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Because, you know, I'm a, I'm a, like a defense guy. Like, Same. obviously, I love, everybody loves offense, but I feel like, bro. And it's crazy because me being a Suns fan, our, our teams ain't never been known for defense, like, ever. We always just outscore people. Yeah. And that's why I had tweeted like earlier this season. I'm so happy like that the identity is like different than what it's ever like really been. Like we actually like defend people. That's why we like because to start the season, our offense wasn't even really that good. We was winning games off defense because Book and Chris Paul were like still learning how to play together. So the offense was looking a little stinky sometimes. Yeah. But I'm like, right now, I just feel like I'm not I wouldn't trade him yet. I feel like they should give him a chance. I think the playoffs is when they should give Aiden a chance. So right now, I would say maybe we try to get a big off the buyout market or something like that, or do a put together a package for another big or something just to help Aiden out a little bit on the defense. Because I feel like we'll be able to score in the playoffs. Like I'm not really worried about that. I think Book, McKell, and all them like they'll do that. All I need Aiden to do is just consistently like defend and be available. Just be available and don't be afraid. Like, I ain't asking him to be in bead because he's not in bead yet. Like especially on offense, I'm not. I'm not asking a lot from Aiton on offense. Not yet. I don't think he has that in him for a couple of years because he's not polished enough. Yeah, I just and, want him to defend. And the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks have almost a similar issue. I want to say because, like, you know, we took Obi as in we wanted him to be the Julius Randle replacement because of how bad Julius Randle was last year. Yeah, and then Julius Randle comes out and he's basically like all NBA to. And then yeah. it's like, what do we do with Obi now? Because like we play him, but like he's kind of like unplayable at this point. And it's just like, well, do we trade him? Do we wait? Because like we're not saying we're in a championship window, but we're still like now it's like gone from just straight development where we just lose all the time to now it's like we win and we develop. So right. we're we're in that same dilemma and like do we do we just wait? And with Aiton, he's he's younger too, so you guys kind of have time. Yeah. With Obi, Obi's twenty three, and like, if we wait, how long are we waiting? Are we waiting? Yeah, really? <laughs> are we waiting until he's like twenty five, twenty six, and then it's like, it's just like we have younger the we have younger guys that have made bigger leaps already than him too. With, with um R J Barrett, he's our second leading scorer, our second best player at this point. On a playoff, I love team. RJ too. By the way, I know a lot of people were freak, freaking bro. People you know, hate on RJ like, for no yeah, reason. Like bro. his rookie year, like he was. People are like a lot of people are like get on him, and I'll be like, bro, I see something in him. I like him. I like the way he. I like his mindset and everything. 
Bro, he, he has a no-nonsense mindset. Like, when he's on the court, it's just straight, I'm going to kill you for this. Yeah, like, he's trying to hoot. And, tw- you know, Twitter get on, like, certain narratives and just run with it because it's all bro, jokes. It's, and it's so corny. All it was, it was, it was Zion and Cam hype. It was yeah. Zion and Cam hype. They didn't like that RJ was taking touches from those dudes. Right. That's what it was. That's really what it, it was. That, it was so And stupid. it was weird. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy too because I love Cam Reddish too. That's like I like I like the way he defends and all that. Like I want I hope he ends up a little better too. But yeah, I don't I don't I never understood like why people hated on RJ that much. Yeah, it was weird, and he wasn't even in the most ideal situation. He's still not in the most ideal situation, right? But yeah, he's he's taking a big leap. He's only twenty. We have quickly that's coming on. He's twenty one. Oh, like, he's so nice. <laughs> he's facts. nice. He's a <laughs> he is so nice. We didn't. Honestly, I didn't even expect this from him. Like I watched him at Kentucky all the last two years that he was there. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't see yeah. this coming from him. Yeah, that's wild. It's crazy how Kentucky guards always end up nice like that. It's like anybody from Kentucky except Kevin Knox is nice. Like <laughs> right, like the guards to be coming out of nowhere and is he getting busy? But yeah, we have all these guys that have taken these leaps and like even Frank, who's like come out and become like a defensive specialist and like sort of a three point shooter for us now. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do we do with Obi now? Like, Obi's older than all those guys I just named. Yeah, he's in a he's yeah, he's in a weird spot now. And like when we took him before the draft, I didn't want him. Honestly, I didn't. Yeah. I was so adamant about it. I think you saw me tweeting about it a couple yeah, times. I, I did. I, I did not. Want I didn't Obi. really want you guys to take him either. Honestly, I rather we take. Even though I didn't like Halliburton that much, I rather we have took taken him. Yeah, I wanted like, you guys to take a guard Vassell. really badly. Yeah, I wanted you guys to take a, take a guard, honestly, like really badly. I wanted a guard for you guys to take. Because <laughs> yeah, I want we, the Knicks to be good. Because that's we, another we team. We needed a guard so bad. Yeah, that's another team I feel like just gets slandered because of their – I think we have like some of the similar like – We have similar situations because like, our owners are, are, yeah, are, owners, are, yeah, are yeah, a-holes. And, people, yeah, and so no one likes them. So like they just hate the team take, because of yeah. it. <laughs> See, that's exactly what I'm about to say. Like, people would just take it out on, like, the team and, like, the young players that are on it. I feel like people would take it out on Book, try to tell him to get up out of there. Yeah. they take it out on RJ. And I'm just like, bro. And now we both now we both win in this year, and they can't yeah, say anything. So There's nothing they can really say. Like, I feel like both of the owners have gotten out the way. Yep. And let people do what they do. Like yep, there's, there's, the there's a lot James of parallels between our teams, mm-hmm. and I just thought like I want them like to freaking be good. Yeah, so I like, know people could stick say it you guys the media fans are crazy, stuff. but I'm like, bro, that's New York. Like New York fans are always gonna be crazy, so it is what it is. Facts. Like, We've been to, poverty for so long. That. Yeah, like they have to get over that, bro. Like, it is what it is. But yeah, like it's like with Obi, it's like we're in a similar situation with like like you have with Aiton, but like it's even worse because Obi's older. So like, yeah, I forgot. I'm just hoping that we just like either like move on from him or like he just shapes up because mm-hmm. like you obviously want your play- players on your team to do well, but like if they take in a while, you gotta kind of like move on. And then we yeah, have two picks in this year's first round. It's like more young players coming in that can end up being better than him. Yeah, it's tough. Like, how has he? How has he? How has he done? Like, off because I'm I'm assuming he comes out. He comes off the bench from Randall, yeah. right? Yeah, he plays like about like twelve minutes a night. I'd say. Mm. So, he, yeah, he, that's what I'm and saying. Like, sometimes they have to play him even less. Yeah, they've been playing him even less now because he's been he's been getting worse. Actually, yeah, that's tough because I don't know, and I know I don't think he's a five either. So you he's can, not because he can't, can't play him. Yeah, so you definitely can't play him next to Randall. Well, we tried that. Randall usually plays the five, so because mm. Randall's a better defender now, so we kind of yeah, can do sure. that. Yeah. But then we sacrifice points from the power forward spot with Obi. 
He looks yeah, he looks scared sometimes out see. there, which is which is tough. Which yeah. I'm at the point where I'm like, I, at the beginning of the season, I was like, give him time. But now I'm like, we got to bench him. But let's put Kevin Knox because Kevin Knox will at least give us some corner threes or something. Like right, and he'll try. Yeah, but like he's not, it, he's not it's afraid. better at that. He's just not he's just not that good yet. But he he's gonna try. That's what Kevin Knox will get a shot. I don't. Hmm, that is tough. I feel like they gonna let him rock this year. Obviously. Yeah, but I feel like if there's like some type of deal that they actually like in the offseason, then they'll just they'll just get rid of them because they already have Randall and they won't be yeah. tripping. And some team that'll take them, like they'll t- they'll give up they'll 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 give us something nice for him just because he's still young. Yeah, in their eyes, he's still like a younger player. That's guys what, that that's age what, that's usually aren't for. afraid. Yeah, guys that age are usually like more like polished and like ready to you know, actually which contribute is, something right away. Which is so frightening because it's like yeah. he's already twenty three and it's like. Yeah, like but, he should be like, yeah, because that's like for us when we took, you know, when we've been going the route of taking like older guys. You know, remember people were making all those jokes about us taking Cam Johnson. Yeah, and then people were making kind of jokes about Mikael, but Mikael and him came in and automatically like they gave something. Yeah, they were already giving like three point shots. Mikael came in, he was already giving you defense, and Cam Johnson was he was giving you defense and three like immediately already, and now he's starting to like get better at driving and all that and getting to the cup so guys that age usually should be like they should be giving you something already because yeah. they should be more polished than like an 18 or 19 year old rookie like he's 23 yeah. so and it is a little it's, it's, scary it is it's very scary <laughs> it's sure. and it's like what what do we do come playoff time we're gonna have to shorten our rotations even more if, if, if mm-hmm. that's what it comes to but i'm hoping for the best for him hoping for the best for both our teams because for we've been sure. in poverty both for so long. For the Finally get some winning seasons. Yeah, it feels freaking good, man. It does. Especially but, because um, even when we got Chris Paul, there was still a lot of skeptical people on the TL. Oh, like, of course. Oh, they got an old, watch Chris Paul. They're still going to be just at the bottom fighting to get in. I'm like, for real, bro? Like, all <laughs> that Chris Paul's done, bro? <laughs> and you're giving him Devin Booker, dude? And this is, I'm like, okay, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> So so you wouldn't so you wouldn't be opposed to an Andre Drummond, right? I wouldn't. For me, it depends on because I um his 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 contract's kind of tough, ain't it? If they buy, it if he is, gets but like, out, what if you get him on a buy a buyout? Yeah. yeah, if he's buyout, oh, I'll, I'll take it immediately. I know people are gonna say, oh, he's bro, he's gonna at least at the least if Aiden's he's out a the big game, body to throw out there. He's a big body to throw at AD or somebody. He's he's gonna give yeah. boards. Somebody Chris Paul and Book could throw lobs to. Like he's gonna give you around the same thing Aiden is gonna give us anyways. <laughs> so I don't understand why people are so. I understand that he, he's known as like a guy that gets his numbers, but they're not impactful. Yeah, because his true but, shooting is like, especially yeah. this year, horrible around yeah, but, the rim. But for me, like bringing him here, he I'm not to do much. Ask, so. Yeah, I'm not asking him to do. <laughs> I'm not asking him to freaking. We're not gonna be asking of Andre Drummond the same thing we're asking Aiden to be. It's gonna be two different things we're asking them to do. Like, I just want him to be a big body. Just do what you do well already. Yeah, because he's gonna he 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 can at least do more for us than Frank will be able to against those guys. Like you can even throw Dario next to him or something you know, off the bench, and we'll be fine. So I would not be opposed to it at all. Yeah. So so what what is your what is your ideal um what is your ideal outcome for the for this for this season? Like, is it conference finals? Is it finals? I think I think we're good enough to get to the conference finals if 
they get that body that I'm asking for. All right. I say if we don't, I'm not saying it ain't possible because Aiden could very well, you know, just because he's had stretches where he looks possessed. And I'm like, okay, like he's like he's he's turned up. Like he's had those games against uh, Giannis. He had them games. He had two of those games, two, three of those games against Jokic where I was like, okay. And Jokic even came out the game after that. Like he's like was complimenting Aiden. Said Aiden's like very good. He knows how to use his body. But Aiden just doesn't give it to us consistently, consistently. enough. The consistency and we'll just be like, bro, like, where are you? Yeah, and then some games he'll just be look, he'll just look lost. And then some games he's just fumbling passes. He can't catch passes from Chris Paul or nobody. I'm like, bro, what's the deal from you? <laughs> like, if he just come, I feel like we still need that big body because I don't think we can trust that he's gonna. We can't. We can't even get him to do it for seven games in the regular season. Like, it's gonna be hard for for me to see him like being consistent in, like a series. Yeah, I feel you. Unless those bright lights just take bring something out of him and he's just locked in it because he knows he's on TV and he don't want to get embarrassed because, you know, all the freaking playoff games, you know, those are national TV games. Yep. So the, 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 the lights are bright, bro. So maybe he – but as of right now, like I've said the other day, I know for a fact I think we're, we're going to get out the first round. I think we'll be whoever we face in the first round. But whether we get out second round or not is, to me, is up to the, the big position. All right, all right, all right. So let's move on to um, trade deadline and um, potential buyouts and trades that have happened recently. So recently we had, of course, P.J. Tucker, former son, mm-hmm. of course, um, got sent to Milwaukee mm-hmm. um, for DJ Augustine, DJ Wilson, and I think it was like a pick swap or something like that. Yeah. How how'd you feel about that deal when it, when it went down? Uh, I like it for... PJ, I feel like that the way they play like kind of fits how he freaking how he's coming. So he's always gonna like he's gonna be a dog. He's gonna be he's gonna be a dog just like Giannis. He's gonna play hard just like Giannis. He's gonna play defense like him. I feel like you could throw him next to him now. You could put PJ in the corners. It helps stretch the floor and yep. throw Giannis at the five. So yep. I like that for them. And it's crazy yep, that- a lot of the Suns fans obviously wanted him back, but I was like, it's gonna be tough. But yeah, that I like that. Yeah, that was that was one of my main takeaways from it. Putting Giannis at the five, it kind of forces Bud's hand because Bud is like very stubborn coach, doesn't like to change, sure. doesn't like he to don't really like adapt at all. Exactly. It, 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 I'm surprised he made an adjustment this year with their defense where they switched more because mm-hmm. usually they usually just have like Brook Lopez in the in the drop and they just like let yep. people fight Funnel over screens. Yep. But now they actually switch more, and then. I've always wanted them to have Giannis at the five because I feel like he's been misutilized in that way. And For having sure. PJ Tucker on the team the will force more. them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then having PJ Tucker will force them to put him at the five. So I feel like mm-hmm. that's that's a that's a good that was a good trade for um the Bucks. They're really trying to go all in. And it helps them defensively as well with um guarding against like a team like Brooklyn, I think. Yeah, for sure. That's another body they can throw out there because you're gonna have to have a lot of bodies to try to mess with them. Yep. <laughs> like you're gonna have That's to. That's for sure. Like, yeah, no choice. <laughs> gonna have bodies, multiple bodies that throw at people. So other names at the trade deadline that I've seen thrown around, of course, Kyle Lowry of the Raptors. You had Andre Drummond, of course, who we spoke about. Harrison Barnes, Victor Oladipo, and Aaron Gordon, as well as like um Evan Fournier, um, Terrence Ross. Mm-hmm. So like First, let's start with one name I want to talk about is Victor Oladipo because my Knicks have been linked to Victor Oladipo for a while now. Definitely. And 
my impression is if it's going to cost us like a salary and like a second round pick, I'm all for it. Because if Victor Oladipo is like just throwing it in Houston and he wants to come here and turn up and help mm. us with a playoff run, I'm all fire. for that. He would fit that culture too, like so well. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> all for that. But yeah, be- because like the reason why I'm at it, I'm with it for that price is because he's been so inconsistent. He's been injury prone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like just those two things alone. I mean, we already have yeah, Alfred Payton. Flags. Yeah, some red flags. I, I, I don't need that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so like, yeah. When I saw Golden State, when they asked Golden State for either James Wiseman or the Minnesota first, I was like, yeah, I'm out on it. Yeah, that's their oof. Because they, they might, they would probably ask you guys for Obi or something. I mean, they could. I mean, I, I would give up Obi, but not Obi? for that. Yeah, I'm gonna say <laughs> I'll give up Obi, like Obi but, but not for that. that. Yeah, I would. I, mm. I would give up Obi in like a Lonzo trade or something, but like yeah, for this, that, nah. yeah, because you don't know, because it's hard to tell if he's actually declining because of the injuries or if he's just doesn't want to play. Yeah, it's hard to you, you like it's hard. You have to like kind of take a risk. Yeah, and I would like, only like, do, that for like, do that for like yeah. I would only do that for like salary and like some yeah, seconds. I agree with that. Yeah, because cause that could back like you do that and then he ends up coming there and it, it's actually like true that he's just freaking like he's done. Like his legs are done and he just can't, you know, do what he once did. And you give up a little too much and it's gonna look bad on you guys too. Yeah, so exactly. That. Don't need that. And you don't need no more freaking Nick slander. Yeah. People will take advantage of that. Like, oh, they gave up this for Oh, yeah, those, people, nah, people just nah, waiting for goes. us to mess up. We haven't yeah. messed up, but they just waiting for us to mess up like that so they can make their jokes again. That's exactly what it is. So um, I understand that. I agree with you there. But yeah, um, Harrison Barnes is another name I've seen come up a lot, especially when it comes up to um, mm-hmm. the Celtics. Yeah. Ooh. Because the Celtics season has been underwhelming. They Very. are 20 and 21 as of right now. and. They need help. I don't know yeah, if it's a big man or a wing. What do you think they need help with? I think they need a they need a consistent third guy too. Honestly, I don't know what's up with Kimbo, dude. I don't know. He's cooked. I think he might be cooked, and just the fact that he's so small. There's certain small guards that you can, like Chris Paul's. He's a different breed. Guys like that, like he's not Chris Paul, so it's kind of like hard for like small guards, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, because you become a target. Yeah, yeah you're going to get freaking – first of all, you're going to get attacked. And then it's kind of easier to – you could trap guys like him. Like, you, he can't make passes over traps like a LeBron or Luka or, like, guys with size like that. That's yeah. why it's so amazing to me that guys like Chris Paul could do that at his size but because he's just so smart. But he, he's not that – so they need – I don't think they necessarily need a big man. A big man would help them. I think another wing player would help, like another. I think them losing Gordy actually does hurt more than they what they want to admit. Yeah, because I mean, look how Gordon balling now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That hurt. That hurt them more than they thought it was going because they that, that that's a lot of scoring like, ability they lost. Yeah, you like, see yeah, it. I, I mean, they they didn't even Brown get to put up 100 points against the Kings yesterday. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> like they need it's hard. Everybody else on that team are not like scores like that. Those are the complimentary guys. They need like another guy. Yep. Because Marcus Smart, he, he's a complimentary guy, as good as he is. And then Kimba, we don't know. They're de- they're dependent on Kimba. It really depends on Kimba. And if you're dependent on a small guard that's 
pretty much injury prone, you're you're in trouble. Yep, you are in <laughs> you're, trouble. You're in a lot of trouble, dude. Like, and right now, they're looking like they're gonna fight for like a playing spot right now, at, yeah. at the very least. And then the thing Marcus Smart has been saying is giving me those vibes of when Kyrie was there, talking about they're not having fun. Ooh, and it's funny that they were giving Kyrie all the blame. <laughs> and then now we're back <laughs> a couple years later. It's to like same type of things coming out. So obviously, bro, they it I don't know. That's that's the one thing you don't want to hear from your team. They yeah, not having fun. They're not having fun and they're freaking and he was saying they're like like going through the motion of basketball too are like affecting them. Like it's a lot. It, it sounds like a lot's going on over there. Marcus Smart always gonna let us know. Yeah, he keeps it real. Yeah, he always go like if they ask him, bro, he's gonna answer and he's gonna give you the truth. And I see a lot of Celtics fans trying to fire them, Brad Stevens. They they can't stand Brad Stevens at yeah, any age this year. Deal. And it's crazy because he's he was like looked at as like one of the top coaches, like young coaches coming up, and now they want him gone. I think it I think it has more to do with his lineups and what he does and doesn't do. And I think yeah, they've been frustrated sure. with the Daniel Tice and Tristan Thompson starting lineup for, oh, yeah, that for line so long. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> that is wild because a lot of people don't like running two bigs really like that. Especially if yeah, they're that's, really that's like outdated great now. Great shooters. Yeah, like one of them got to be like amazing shooter or something, at least close to it. And neither one of them are that. They both like are inside type guys. Yeah. It just clutters everything. It's already hard for them to score. And you're just making it a little harder for them to score for freaking Jalen and Tatum. And one thing you don't want to do is waste young players mm-hmm. their time or their prime or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, because they got two stars over there. They got two really good players over there. Yeah, I feel so- like I feel like a, I understand their Stevens thing. I feel like Ainge is more of a problem. Yeah, because he doesn't like to he, he doesn't wanna... construct the roster to like yeah, their, be- their like, biggest strength. Yeah, and I feel like he doesn't want to pay nobody or he don't want to take enough risk to get the pieces he needs. He always almost traded for somebody or almost signed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you got it. You have to take risks, dude. Even us, like sending freaking Rubio and Ubre, you know, we our chemistry and all that was already good. Anyways, last season you could see it. And then we, you know, you take a risk, you know, trade it for a guard, Chris Paul's age, that that's, he's that small. He's making that much money. You got to do stuff like that if you want to actually win. Yep. You have to take a little risk like that. So do you think a Harrison Barnes trade would, would be good for them? I do. I think he would actually help them. I know a lot of people don't think Harrison Martin is good, but I think he's a good player. He's having a career year this year, yeah, which is, which open. surprised me when I looked it up. I think that finals thing made people like get off of him. Yeah. because you know, I'm like, bro, a lot of people, it's, it's the finals, bro. Not everybody's going to hoop in the finals. And you could have a bad series without you being an awful player, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's a good player, dude. He's but be. yeah, he's having a career year. He's playing pretty well. So, I mean, mm-hmm. he, I think he could help them on both ends. Yeah, and I don't know what they what the package look like, but I think they should look in. They should do something now. We're, it's the second half of the season. It's time to do something. Because yeah, at this rate, the they line is... There's like four teams in the East that'll probably beat them, I feel like, already. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they would be able to beat freaking... They're definitely not beating Brooklyn. No, I don't. They they're not beating the Bucks. I don't think that how they are right now. They'll lock them up. I, they usually do good against Philly. I don't even think they'll beat Philly at this point. And no. it's crazy. Cause I always said I would pick the Celtics to beat them, but I don't even. I don't trust. Philly's them on another level this year. Yeah, and the, the way they defend, 
like Tatum and West Carter have to do too much. Yep. <laughs> it's just it's nah. They got to do something if they actually want to do something this year. Actually, make some noise. They can, they should, you know, make a trade. All right, so let's move on to. Let's move on to Aaron Gordon's an interesting one. And just Very. like just let's talk about the whole magic in general. Because I don't know what's their problem? Orlando is a team that's frustrated <laughs> me the last couple of years because they never want to sell. Like yeah, what is their problem? They just stockpile like young assets and just keep them there and hostage. Yeah, like you can't be having these players <laughs> and then like Vucevic, yeah. Ross, Fournier, Gordon. And like you're a perennial eight seed, like it doesn't make any sense. And like then you, they got you, all those young dudes over there. Yeah, you got to prioritize those young players. Man, Fultz, freaking who Cole's there, Bamba. People, Bamba was such a likable dude. He's still likable. He's like such a like a lot of people liked him in his draft. He's just been there and like like Doing he's nothing. vanished. Yeah, just vanished in there. Just Jonathan Isaac still there. I know he's hurt, but bro, they got pieces over there. Yeah, and it's they can, and, a lot and of what better draft, for, right? And what better draft to like just sell off all your best players, get assets mm-hmm. in return, and just tank it for the rest of the way, and right. hope you get luck into like a Cade, a Evan Cade, Mobley, dude. and Jalen Green. You have so much young players there too that you'll still have like a nice young core in the East. Yup, nice young core. Oh my! And God. that's been my issue with Orlando all these all these years. They just. They never want to sell. They just want content with being an eight seed. And it's like, yeah, I hope they realize your, this your year. Goals? <laughs> it's your goal just to like be there. Oh, we're there. We're not, we're not terrible. Like, <laughs> just be that? mediocre forever. Yeah, like, well, we'll be all right. Like, nah, bro. That ain't it. Yeah, like, just sell Vucevic. He's over there just putting up historic numbers just to lose. Man, like just sitting there. Get him out of there immediately. Even if you want to, you know, keep him in the East. Do something, bro. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, they were like, before they beat Brooklyn the other day, they were on like a nine-game losing streak. Right. I hope <laughs> this wakes them up to finally be like, you know what? Terrence Ross, it was nice having you here, but I think you'll help a playoff contender. Evan Fournier, we'll see mm-hmm. you. You're expiring anyways. Aaron Gordon, we haven't best served I feel you. Like they've been shopping him for a minute. And he's Aaron still Gordon there. every year is in trade rumors, but never gets dealt. And they don't even utilize him properly, I think. Bro, and he's been freaking linked to us for the last two years. That would be <laughs> that would be big for, for y'all if y'all could get him. I, I would like it. He's been linked to us a lot. I remember they did the whole thing. Somebody, I think it was Mark Stein last year around the trade deadline was saying we were talking remember to the that. Magic, Yeah, about Ubre. And people were like, oh, it's probably Ubre for Gordon. And I remember back then, I was like, hell no, don't do that. Obviously, that's good we didn't do that because we needed Ubre to get Chris Paul. Facts. So I'm glad that it happened because I don't think without <laughs> Ubre, we were able to. Because he was, he, as good as he played with us, he became like a valuable like asset for us to even get Chris Paul. Yeah. So us, I'm glad we did it. But I would take, I'm just, I'm just glad we, uh, we went out and got a body. Facts. We went out and got Tory Craig, which I wasn't. That's cool. I like that. That's a good. That's another good like wing defender. Like, just throw at somebody in the playoffs. Yeah, I actually like that a lot. But yeah, the it Magic cost you guys anything? Yeah, literally nothing. We gave them. I think they said we gave them like a hundred, a hundred thousand or something like that. <laughs> like whatever. But yeah, the Magic they need to give. He's the first one that should go. Him and Vucevic, I think, are the first two that should go. Because I think people, I think they have the most value. 
Yeah, definitely. You would get a haul Those for them. Those should be the first. Yeah, you could get something for them. Like, I, I know we'll, we could, we could, we'll give up something for them if we really wanted them. For, uh, I want Gordon. my Knicks to go after Fournier or Ross because we definitely need another, like, movement shooter out there with our team because we, yeah. we don't have any of those. But I would love one of them to. <laughs> that would and, make sense, too. A lot and, of sense. But Orlando just, like, just keeps holding on to these dudes. They're like, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our fan base is obsessed with ter- trying to get Terrence Ross, too. That's a funny thing. He could help somebody, too. That's why. Bro, those people would help a playoff team OD. Mm-hmm. They just over there just sitting. And then they're just taking minutes away from dudes that should be over there playing and developing. Yeah. Like, get those guys out of there and just get a keys. to Try to tank. Get you a young, another young guard. And get the keys to Fultz, Cole. Throw Bomba in there. Get Vucevic out of there, bro. When Jonathan Isaac come back, put, just play all them. They'll be so fun to watch. Yeah, they get exactly. Another young dude, bro. They they don't understand. They'll sell more tickets too. They'll make more money. They play that young core because the people actually have some excitement because they know now with those guys that are there, they're not. They know what nowhere. the ceiling is. Yeah, they, they don't know the ceiling. You get imagine they do get a Cade or something. You throw a, a Cade out there. You already got Fultz. You got Cole. Them three guard Bamba. lineups would be crazy. Yeah, that would be fire. Then you got somebody like Isaac still coming back. I love him. Oh my! I've wanted him on the Suns for a minute too. He's nice. I like him. They still got a guy like him out there. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. It's so obvious what they should do. <laughs> it's been obvious for so many years, but they just keep <laughs> yeah. ignoring it. Yeah. But um, let's move on to um Kyle Lowry and another Raptor, Norman Powell. Bucket. Those two have been in trade rumors mm-hmm. all year. I think both are expiring deals as well too. Mm-hmm. So I think both of them could really help a playoff team. Kyle Lowry is a little bit harder to move because of his salary. Yeah. It's like 30 million. Yeah. But Norman Powell is someone that a lot of playoff teams <laughs> mm-hmm. or French playoff teams should look into as like a, someone who can help them score. Yeah, he's been getting buckets lately too. He's looking possessed. Yeah, he had like 43 I think the other night. They yeah, were missing um they were missing like Pascal. No, actually Pascal and them all of them came back that game. Mm-hmm. And he still put up 43. He was hooping. Yeah, he was going crazy. That's crazy cuz he's always been one of those guys that can get hot. Yeah, and the problem with the Raptors fan base, they always didn't like it because he wasn't consistent with it. But like this yeah. year, he has no, he has, he's had no choice but mm-hmm. to be consistent somewhat. Right, and it's kind of hard to be consistent when you know you don't always get those minutes. Yeah, he doesn't always get those minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I've heard him link to like, I haven't really heard him link to any teams, which is weird because. I feel like he would help a lot of teams in the playoffs, but I, I'm not sure what his salary is. I think it might be close to like $17 million. Mm-hmm. So, like, it like might be harder to move him. Yeah, I feel like the Raptors are in a weird spot, too, with what they have over there. Yeah, because they have young pieces that are good enough to compete still. Yeah, but like, like, obviously, they won, like, a championship with that group. They just need, yeah, like, Yeah, but they're also again. underperforming, too. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. And it's, like, due to COVID protocols, but also they've also had a slow start to the season when, when they had everybody, too. So it's, like... Yeah. The only reason I had cut them from slack in the beginning is because they're, like, the only team that's actually not at home. Yeah. So I gave us a side. I'm like, bro, they're literally the only. T- aren't they playing like Tampa Bay? Yeah, they are playing. In yeah, Tampa. so they're technically away from their their like family and stuff, like like how they were like in a bubble. So I gave them some time before that, and they kind of little, but they do need like another guy. They need like a guy, like Kawhi was their guy. Yeah, and I think they're betting on either Pascal or OG to develop into that, or Fred to develop yeah. into that guy. But 
right now this year is not the year yeah i don't i think all of those guys are like secondary guys and and, and this year is just not the year either especially with um Mm -hmm. with the the way their their situation is and then guys like norman powell is going to be expiring and then kyle lowry you could get some real assets for those and just go full tank and get like kate or one of those guys in there yeah i feel like they're they look like one of those scenes that are like Nah, we're never gonna like tank like San Antonio be doing. Yeah, they honestly, should do what's best for their freaking organization. If you don't think any of those, unless they still have belief that one of those guys are gonna end up a number one guy, which I do not think they are. <laughs> I think OG is gonna be like, because they always do the Mikael and OG comparison. He's gonna be like that. Mm. Like we're not. Yeah, saying I see like those comparisons Mikhail's. all the time. Yeah, all the time. Like. Mikel is here not asked to be like a main guy so I don't think they should try to ask OG to be that or, or even Pascal I think Pascal look how good he looked as like a number two guy I think that's yeah. what he is but like where do you think a Kyle Lowry and a Norman Powell where would they both where would they best fit Kyle Lowry mm, I liked when I had seen that they said he would uh, be good on the Sixers mm, yeah that would be fire. And people have been saying the Clippers too, to reunite them with Kawhi. I don't see how they do that. I don't know who who they would be able to trade or whatever to make that happen. It would have to be if like I a three-team deal. Yeah, something. I would do that if I was a Clipper. I don't know. If they've been reaching out, that's the main dude they should be. That would make them like scary because that's what they need. What I've heard about the Clippers with reaching out about point guards is about George Hill, I think. Yeah, I've seen that too, and I've seen I seen one the other day about Lonzo. I would like that too. I seen see, the George Hill Lonzo's one. Yeah, I don't, I don't, know how I don't see Lonzo. any assets that the Clippers have that they yeah, can give the up Pels. for Alonzo. Yeah, that's the that's the main part. That's like tell like who are they going to give up that the Pels are actually going to want. Yeah, they have nobody, so it's like if I'm the Clippers, I wait for George Hill to get a buyout and then just do that. Oh yeah, I would do that too because like you get him on a minimum and then you have him be your your point guard. Mhm. He plays defense too. Yeah, exactly. Man, you and that's what they need: someone that's going to set him. up their guys, play defense, mm-hmm. shoot threes, all that stuff. Especially because you don't want to have to always have Lou Will out there because you know he's going to get picked on. Oh boy! And then it's freaking. It seems almost impossible for Pat Bev to stay healthy so far. Yeah, he's been injury prone yeah, ever since he crazy. ever since Kawhi and PG got there. Yeah, I'm like, bro. His feel like he's barely played with them, and they've been there for a minute. Yeah, so that's and an crazy, issue. Because he's actually crazy valuable for them. Like, they're way better when Patrick Beverly plays. Yep. So how how, how do you feel about um where Norman Powell would fit? Because it's a dynamic score off the bench for a playoff team. Yeah, he would. Um, I feel like he can go a lot. Of, he can go almost anywhere. Because everybody can take a freaking a guy that can score you know, off the bench. Shoot, we could still take one, honestly. Facts. You guys could take one. Facts. He'll probably, he'll probably eat with you guys. That's that's a fact. Over, as long as he would get over there and just, you know, because Thibs, Thibs, you're going to have to play defense. So oh, just of course. as long as you defend over there with Thibodeau, you, you're you not going to play if you don't play defense for him. So if he go out there to defend, he, will, he would like, he'll be nice there. Stay out east. He should look into something like that, honestly. Yeah, I do want the Knicks to get someone that can help us, but I just don't want us to give up so something for. I don't want to give up so much for someone who's only gonna do that. Yeah, it was just something for, like all we need you to do is score. 
Yeah, I feel like we could get like someone like maybe like a Fournier or a Ross for like something like that. Yeah, that would be cheaper. I wonder if Powell's, I wonder if Powell's gonna be like, is he gonna get bought out? Or is he gonna be like a trade guy, a guy that gets traded? Powell probably get traded. Probably get traded. Huh? So speaking of buyout guy. guys, mm-hmm. some guys I do want to talk about are Lamarcus Aldridge. Mm-hmm. You got um, J- um, JJ Redick. You got mm-hmm. George Hill. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are the main buyout guys I've seen. Possibly also Andre Drummond, but we kind of already spoke about him. He's been yeah. rumored to either be linked to like the Lakers or the Nets, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's all. They always gonna link it to the contenders. Yep. No matter what. But um, Lamarcus Aldridge is an interesting one because I could somewhat see how he fits with certain teams, but. I also could see how he doesn't fit with certain teams because he's not that good of a defender. So where do you yeah, best he's fit? he's going to have to go somewhere specific. Like, ooh, that's tough. I've seen him linked, his name linked to Miami, which yeah, is interesting. Miami, because he could actually maybe throw him next to Bam or something to hide him on defense. Yeah. That would make sense. I've seen that. I've seen him in Miami. I think I've seen, of course, they always throw LA in there. I've seen them throw us in there. I was watching that the other day on the jump when they were saying teams and on, on ESPN and all that. And they threw us in there because, you know, because he was supposed to, he was actually going to come here. Like it came down to us and the Spurs. Remember when he was a free agent? Yep. <laughs> and they came down to us and Spurs. Remember, we, we put a billboard up downtown Phoenix and everything for that, man. I remember that. Yeah, you guys remember that? Oh, that's how down bad we were. <laughs> <laughs> we were just, uh, and thank God we didn't do that. But I remember because I remember him saying he wanted to uh, come here because he how close he was to Tyson Chandler, and he wanted oh, to play yeah, next to a defensive that, center. Yep. Yeah, he wanted to play next to like a defensive center, so he had to go somewhere where they can. It has to be a place where he could play next to like a center, which I understand why they would throw him next to us, but I don't think he he don't actually fit what we do anyways, in my opinion. So I was like, nah, I'm cool on that. I think Miami would be able to hide him a little better with because, you know, I like. Bam is a lot far, farther along than Aiden is. Yeah. So I, he would make sense in Miami. And then they've also hid Bam. They've also hid like Kelly Olynyk and Myers Leonard, guys like that next yeah, to Bam. Yeah, like they could do that. So he's like in that same type of realm as like a player. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's in like that. He's in that part of his career. And I feel like he has to, you know, make sure you know, his ego's checked. Make sure he knows what type of player he is now. Yeah. I've also seen his <laughs> like name linked to um, Boston, too. Oh yeah, mm. but that I don't really cool. see how he helps Boston. Boston needs. I don't like, see how that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how you know. And Boston fans are not on, 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 don't want they, him either. So like, yeah, I was gonna say they think they need somebody. I don't understand he could score, but then they're just gonna be frustrated with his defense too. And, who, and yeah. then imagine that Stevens gonna play him next to Tyson them too. That would be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Another double big lineup. Yeah, like Yeah, I don't know about that one. He has to play somewhere like like a Miami. Or I would I would say us too a little bit if if I wasn't scared of Aiden getting in foul trouble. Yeah. Okay, and then, then we um, can't have both of them both out there getting cooked. Facts. And then JJ Redick. Ooh. JJ. I feel like he should have stayed with the Sixers anyways. Yeah. <laughs> they always could use some things shooting. Um. JJ could go. He could go to the LA teams. He could go to. Shoot, he could help Boston. 
he could go. He could go a lot. Of I've places. heard him rumored to my Knicks because he has a house in Williamsburg here in Brooklyn, New York. So Ooh. he would be close to home. Mm hmm. So I've heard his name rumored to us and Brooklyn, but Brooklyn, they and don't have any space and they don't even need him anyways. Right. And you guys always could take some more shooting. Yeah. I mean, Knicks that's, always that's need some more shooting. You guys need some of that. Because you guys got a lot of guys that, you guys have a lot of guys that can get to the paint. Yep. There's not a lot of shooting over there. Nope. So <laughs> that would be, that would actually be perfect for him. It's space to floor. Yeah, we, if it. I could get J.J. Redick for no assets given up at mm-hmm. all, and then we could release someone like Alfred Payton. Yeah, because like I see Austin you guys Rivers. all the time. You guys are sick of him. <laughs> Bro, I cannot stand You guys I can't so stand Alfred Payton. And it's funny because he tricked us when he was here for that little bit of time. Remember, he was on the Suns, remember? And I remember he had like I the remember. little stretch. He was getting triple doubles. and stuff. I was like, oh, he's nice. And I fell off so freaking fast. Bro, he like, is so bad. Like, like I don't understand what's the deal with him. Like he tricked us for a cool. He minute. regressed so bad, and it's just like if you can't shoot jumpers as like a point guard, like what at is least. your purpose? Yeah, if you're not gonna be able to shoot, like you at least have to be good on defense and playmaking. Like you have to get both of those if you're not good at shooting. He's not good at them. Like he fooled yeah. Tip Tom Thibodeau. I, I hope. I really hope we get rid of him this week. Like. Right. I just, I just I can't. Already know, Cause I already I'm know how he him. plays. That's why it's so funny because he, he wasn't here for long, but he was here and I know exactly how he plays. Like that's what he's <laughs> going to get those fake triple doubles and make you think he's nice, but he's actually not doing much out there for you. Yep. And he fooled, <laughs> he fooled them. He fooled the coaches. Yeah, he does. yeah Cause he's going to put them numbers up. Then go go back and look like, Oh, He'd be he putting up open. twenty on nineteen shots, and everybody, yeah. and, everybody and and some of the some of the boomers on Nick's Twitter, they'd be like, "See, look what he did. He produced yeah. tonight." And it's like, For come real, on, no, he's not. He's hurting us. Like, <laughs> I've I've seen our offensive rating when he's not here, and when like we start like Derrick Rose or quickly, yeah, our offensive rating skyrockets when it's not him, bro. It's like he he like assist hunts or something. I don't know what his problem is. He dri- he he drains he possessions out by much. just like dribbling and standing yeah, dribb- there. Yeah, that's what he used to do that here. Like he, that's how he got those triple doubles. You gonna get him if you're dribbling the air out the ball until you can get an assist. Yeah, because that's what he does. He assist hunts and assist hunting is bad, dude. That kills offenses. Exactly, and some people just can't see it. I'm hoping that we can be able to move off him this trade deadline. That's one person I hope that we can right. get like a second round pick for or something. But yeah, somebody will take them. Somebody will take those fake triple doubles. And um, before we close out this episode, what have been some surprising teams for you this year, minus our own teams? Um, hmm. I think. I'm going to go – I want to say the Hawks. They've been really good recently. Yeah, they've been good because they started off a little – people thought they were going to be a little better, and then it didn't start out that way. But they've been hooping lately. I thought that when – I when the season started, I thought they were still going to be awful. Like awful, awful. Like I thought they will still be like the worst team in the league because I didn't really believe. <laughs> I was like they're still like not enough for me over there. I think I feel still like – I feel like Trey still has to do a little too much. But um, yeah, I would say they're surprising. Uh, obviously Utah. I feel like Utah though they were freaking shooting the hell out of the ball, and they're I feel starting like I to regress a little bit. Yeah, and I always felt like it wasn't gonna be sustainable. 
that's why I always felt like we would catch them because I felt like what we were doing was like more sustainable. Like we just we're gonna defend and then we're gonna like beat you like with our half court offense because that's what like Chris Paul and Devin Booker are obviously like two of the best like half court offensive players. Yep. Like they're gonna get a good shot. So I feel like we're what they were doing was a little like not sustainable. Like those those guys are not gonna shoot the ball. Like they all were shooting the ball amazing at the same time. Yeah. So um yeah, the Hawks, to your point, I mean, they have been on an eight game winning streak since they fired um Lloyd Pierce and hired mm-hmm. Nate McMillan as the interim. Um, and they've been pretty good. I mean, they, they've also played a lot of bad teams, so that kind of helps mm-hmm. when you're trying to reestablish yourself as a team. Yeah. Um, they played they played today the Lakers without Anthony Davis and LeBron, so that was another win for them. Yeah, they got yeah. <laughs> so like I mean everybody's helped. saying, yo, watch out for the Hawks, but I'm like, uh, do I really have yeah, to? They still I not mean, scaring nobody. Yeah, they're, they're not scaring anybody. They I haven't thought. really beat anybody <laughs> yeah. that's like legit. Like, yeah, they're not. They still don't like strike fear nobody. Because, like I said, if you're the small guard thing, I always go back to it. It's tough if you have to do so much. It's if it's tough for Dame, and he's like a smaller guard. It's gonna be tough for guys that are not as good as him. Yeah, and it's I mean, shout out to the Hawks. They like mm-hmm. they like the fifth seed now. I think in the East or something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, so luckily, because, you know, the East is obviously not as good as the West, but it's getting better than it was, thank God, because it used to be worse to me. Yeah. But I think it's it's actually getting better now. But I don't think they're, like, I don't think they're scared. Like, anybody's not scared to play them, like, in the first round, I don't think. Or if, oh, if of they course not. Make- I would welcome that so bad. Because all they're going to do is trap Trey Young, and then who's going to beat you? My Knicks be spanking the Hawks yeah, every time. It's so, like, dude. It's too much on Trey Young. I ain't scared of them at all. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Um, and then Utah, of course, like you said, they came out on fire this year. Yeah, after yeah. after they lost, after they lost to my Knicks, they went on like a crazy win streak. Mm-hmm. Then they lost again, and they went on like another win streak. But now they've kind of come back to earth a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think it's those those the three point shooting, and they they don't handle switches well. Yeah, definitely not. I don't think they have – and I don't think they have guys that can – I don't think Bogdanovich and Ingles are, like, terrible defenders, obviously, but they don't have a foot speed to guard a lot of guys. Yeah. And then and my main problem with them is, like I said, they're not going to shoot like that. Come playoff time? time? Oh, no. Yeah, of they're course not. They're not shooting like that. So when they're not shooting like that, what they're going to do again is lean heavy on Donovan Mitchell to make everything happen. And, and we see just, I feel like that's too that, much pressure on him. And it's not, yeah, and it's not gonna. And then it's, that's why he's so inefficient now as he is. Not that he's terribly in, but you know, a lot of his points. You know, he's scoring thirty-five on 30, 30 shots. Yeah, like that happens a lot because he has to. Like he's he he's somewhat of a choker because he has to. When those dudes dudes are making threes, who's gonna go get you a bucket besides him? And maybe Jordan Clarkson, who's one of the most streaky players ever. Yup. <laughs> so and see that's, do, why, that's why that's why that's why I was like when they go on their win streaks I'm not one of those people that's like particularly high on them I'm like yeah because what's changed besides fluky shooting exactly like every <laughs> every team, every year they go on a win streak and it's like uh, and they go okay. on those win streaks because they're so like they have obviously they have a system and like a culture 
Yep. And it's like said they got continuity. They have the same guys back every year. Yep. So it's easier to freaking everybody's comfortable. They know what they're doing. They have their roles. Everybody plays their roles. When you get to the thing, it's not about that. It's about star power in the playoffs, dude. Yep. It's that simple. Everybody knows it's about then you're gonna get tight. Those role players, when those role players are hitting, because it's gonna happen. Role players yep. have to make timely shots, but they're not it's not gonna be the same like how they they're not gonna shoot the same as that. So when they're it comes down to that, it's gonna come down like who has those guys. Like and if your only on... guy is yeah, and if your only guy is Donovan Mitchell, how am I supposed to take you serious as a con- actual contender? Because that's your only guy. Yep. Teams are gonna live with him chucking. Like people telling me about Mike Conley, like bro, yeah, like Mike bro, Conley's cool. mad old. Like I'm not He's relying old. on him to be <laughs> yeah, my second bro. option in the uh, playoffs yeah, to get options. to the Western Conference Finals. Like, yeah, this is not, nah, dude. Like he's, he's nah. That's why I would like I've been saying I'm not scared of nobody, but in the no, I'm not scared of nobody in the West, really. But like, I ain't saying we can't. Like we could very well go to the first round and end up. What do we end up having to play Denver or something? They, I would say they could scare me, but yeah. I'm not like super terrified of nobody. But the dang, well, I feel like we have the stars to where like the game slows down, that they're gonna get their buckets. Like we're gonna we're gonna get stops. We defend. That's the only reason like I don't think those teams are better than us because I feel like we defend better than most of the teams in the in the West in the league. First of all, yeah. So, like, I'm not. I'm not really. You know, I ain't worried about. That's why I said I didn't worry about getting out the first round because whoever we end up playing is going to be a worse defensive team than us, most likely. Yeah, I think most people are confident in the Suns at least getting to the conference finals or at least to the second round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so, a lot. Like, it's crazy that there's a lot of people like picking us to go to the West Conference Finals. I mean, that's that's what that's what I mean. Chris <laughs> like, it Paul feels weird, and then yeah. a, re, a restructured roster does too. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm just glad a lot of people were a lot more people now are trying to give Book his flowers because he deserves it. He definitely deserves it. I've been one of those people that's been a fan of his mm-hmm. game since he came in the league. I'm always a fan of Kentucky guards. Like yeah, they're, for they're sure. the one college yeah, they team always, I watch every year. So for sure, they're guards. And it's crazy because I want to it was like twenty fifteen. I still have this dang picture. I think I, I tweeted it a while back. It was a tweet of me in twenty fifteen saying, Sons, please draft Devin Booker. Oh, like, wow. I will keep that. I will keep that screenshot. For, I will tweet it later today. I will always have that screenshot because I didn't think he was going to be this good as he is. But like I said, I watched a lot of college basketball. And I was watching Kentucky because everybody. I think everybody's watching that Kentucky team that season with Book and Carl Anthony Towns and the Harrison Twins and all oh, that. Yep. Everybody was watching that team because obviously they were freaking. They almost went undefeated. But I remember just watching. I was. I like. Like, I like how he approaches the game. I like his game. He just ended up being way better than I thought he was going to be. But I, he, I'm, I'm so happy he's on our team, dude. He's he's different. He he's is, different dude, bro. So as we head out of here, let the people know where they can find you. Yes, sir. My Twitter is Swavy Keys. S W A V E Y Q U I S. My Instagram's the same, but there's an extra S at the end. I'm on there tweeting all the time about basketball, man. That's all I do is watch basketball. And also <laughs> make sure sports. you make sure you tune into his Twitch as well. Yes, Where sir. can they find you on Twitch? Yes, sir. Twitch.com slash Swavy Keys, spelled the same way. We'll be up there talking a lot of basketball too. But you know, we'll be up there playing some Warzone. Just playing some 2K soon. But this was fun, man. All right, no doubt. Thank you for coming on. And 
we'll make sure we got to do this again come playoff time as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, I'm going to be either happy or hot. And I'll be ready to talk. <laughs> <Facts>. <laughs> Especially because both of our teams hasn't, haven't touched the playoffs yet. Oh, and I'm 100% sure. expecting both of our teams to be there. And we haven't got a taste of that. You had you had a taste. What was the last time you guys were there? 2013. 2013. So, you know, that's still been a while. Yep. You know, we ain't touched it since 2010, so I'll be even more thirsty. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, happy. I'm just happy. To, I'm at least happy knowing I'm going to get to watch my team. And I'm going to get to go to a playoff game. For sure. That's what really made it. I'm, I'm going to actually get to actually. And we're going to have fans. We already have fans in our arena. Thanks. So, yeah, well, we could definitely just get a couple playoff time for sure. All right.